Hello and welcome to uh, our final edition of Poetry in Motion for the year. Uh, Santa here, Santa Fitzmaurice. I've got my little elves with me, my little helpers. Uh, Neil Jones on the, to my right, playing down the right wing, is Neil Jones, of course. Uh, what's, your, what, what, what's your official title? Football correspondent? Is it um, sports journalist? Just yeah, sports journalist. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, not football correspondent because no. I have to. I have to dip me dip me toe in other uh, yes, other areas. I'm glad well, you said so toe yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> we're starting yeah. off with a whopper, there. Yeah, no, just just, just the toe for now. <laughs> the uh, the Robertson to the normal Moreno uh, Moreno uh, this year is uh, this week is uh, of course Joe Rimmer. But Jim, what do you describe yourself as, Joe? I do our live stuff, so live blog. But that sounds rubbish. So I'm just going to say sports yeah. journalist. Sports journalist. Well. Yeah, sports yeah, journalist. Live sports journalist. Live sports journalist. Sports journalist. Alive. alive that'll yeah. do one yeah. uh, okay let's uh, let's get down to it really um, last time we were together doing a podcast uh, Poetry in Motion the last one was previewing it was after the Moscow game where we'd smashed them with, with, with a, a wondrous 7-0 display and then we were wondering what damage we could do to the Blues in the derby we did have of course as a caveat to it uh, end every sentence with but it is a derby yes. um, so you can't really rely on anything at all um, what followed was a, 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 one of the dullest derbies um, I've ever seen in my life, you know, in, in, in no large part down to the fact that only one team came to play football. Um, massively frustrating. I'll give my opinion first, and we'll pass them across to the boys, see what you think. For me, the first massive mistake was, was Klopp's lineup. Could not believe six changes. Um, and, and, and of all of, of those changes, the most important one for me, Philippe Coutinho on the bench, starting on the bench. Um, was an absolute, nothing short of a disgraceful tactical uh, decision, in my opinion. I know this is all in my opinion, so uh, I know a lot of people on Twitter have disagreed with me anyway. Interestingly enough, have said they didn't mind the lineup. I did. I think if you're Everton, you're coming to Anfield off the back of seeing uh, uh, one of the one of the best players we've ever had, 128 million pound rated footballer, off the back of a hat trick, sitting on the bench, you're going to be rubbing your hands together. That for me was the first tactical problem. Uh, we'll go on to it a little bit later on. I think the most Salah substitution you can argue maybe was Salah Reston, but the problem is when you when you one nil up, Liverpool one nil is never enough. Uh, playing Everton in a derby uh, and our biggest attacking outlet gets taken off, then I think that's a big mistake as well. Anyway, Jonesy, we'll go to you first. What was your opinion when you saw the six changes? Yeah, I was surprised. Um, I didn't expect Coutinho and Firmino to be honest. I thought one or the other, and probably more likely Firmino. I, I would say what the one that Liverpool, if you were going to rest one of the, the four, it'd be one of the wide players. Because I think you, if you've got one on the bench, then it's a really good option to have. And obviously, you've still got one on the pitch. So probably more start. likely to be Man. Yeah, or Salah. Yeah, probably it probably wouldn't be Salah. Given Form would tell you probably yeah. Salah's going to make that yeah. team. But yeah, so probably Mane. Um, and you could argue that the Liverpool after after 45 minutes probably wished they had rested Mane with, yeah. with, with obviously the, the key moment but yeah I was surprised it, I, I was surprised Solanke was the man who came in as well in in terms of you could you could theoretically have played one of Salah or Mane up front and played you know Oxley Chamberlain on the wing and, and 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 kept Coutinho in the team then so I think if you were Everton, if you were Ashley Williams, if you were um, Mason Holgate, and you saw that, if you were their, you know, deep midfielder Gay or Davis, I think you'd have thought, "Ooh, that's that's made my life a little bit easier today." And same for Sam Allardyce, and I think he sort of, I think he even admitted that after the game. He, he said, "You know, yeah, it did give us a boost when we saw the team because we were expecting Casino to start." And listen, there'll be reasons behind it, but 
I I think with the West Brom game coming up on Wednesday, I think there was a perfect chance to to give him an hour, seventy minutes, and then rest him for West Brom. Yeah, I mean, Joel, uh, tactical tactical mistake for you? Yeah, definitely. I think Solanke is the one for me. Um, I agree with Neil. I just don't think he's ready to start a game in that magnitude for Liverpool. I, th- I think West Brom, if you're going to start him, would have been the, the time to start him. Um, you know, he's only had one Premier League start. He's not scored a goal yet for Liverpool in the Premier League, and, and I just think that it just was a bit too much too early for him. And it would have given Everton a huge boost to see him start. And he's not a player with pace. He's not a player. Um, he'll run someone like Ashley Williams ragged, is he? Um, yeah, and I think Klopp just, yeah, I, I think he got it totally wrong. And I, the other thing that sort of irritates me about it is that we look at Klopp and we we talk about Klopp as being the type of manager who gets gets fans, gets how Liverpool fans and, and football fans in general think. And um, he says he you know he loves loves derbies and looks forward to them. Well, if he if he did get Liverpool fans, he got football fans. He'd know that if you're going to see four uh, yeah. six changes. Do it for West Brom, because yeah. one game we don't want to see too many changes for is the derby. You know, it, it's, it's a game that you want to win, and especially when you're in such good form, it was a chance to, to put yeah. them to bed and, and you know really gave them a free hit. Well, one thing that's not been mentioned as well—it's all been focused on Klopp. But you know, you talk about Steven Gerrard being left out of the Real Madrid game, and, and how it sort of it, it, it was the beginning of the end of him with mm. Brendan Rodgers mm. his relationship. Well, Coutinho and Klopp. Don't seem to have a problem. It doesn't seem to be a problem, even despite all the, the summer stuff. But if Philip Coutinho was thinking, what am I doing here? Like, what you know, what you want me for West Brom? Why am I sat here when you're playing Everton? You know, does it affect? Is it is it affected by the Barcelona stuff, or does it affect the Barcelona stuff in terms of? Does does it make Coutinho think? Well, you know, I want to play every game. I want to go to Barcelona. They're not leading me out if they're playing Real Madrid, are they? I know that's not the same level as Everton, but it's it's the, it's Barca's big games, Liverpool's big game. Why why would you why would you leave him out of it? And I wonder I wonder how he took it. I wonder whether he was particularly happy because you know. I mean, it can't be the made of his body. It can't be the other way down, can it? Because it's amazing how when when Twitter opinions start flashing around everywhere. I put on straight after the game. Klopp made a massive mistake with that lineup for me. I had a lot of people coming on going, "No, we never." You don't know what you're talking about. And then at one point, somebody come on and said, um, um, "I've heard," which I love the "I've heard." Yeah. "I've heard." Um, <laughs> That uh, Firmino and Coutinho um, went to the manager and said they were feeling a bit leggy. leggy. Uh, could they, you know, could they maybe come on later yeah. on? Now I, I can't, I can't imagine that a player yeah. can go over to a, to a manager and say, "I don't fancy this one, Gaffer." That's a bigger story. Yeah. That's a bigger story than anything. If that was, if, it, that was true. if that's the case, because that because then you're saying, well, what, "What's going?" No, whether or not, I mean, whether or not Coutinho as part of his, his negotiations with Barcelona. Might have might have had had a say to say well I don't fancy this game because I might get thumps I might get but yeah. whether or not there was a mindset because I I was thinking along the way there whether or not whether or not Klopp was affected by the, the mind games before that game with 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 the big Sam idea and with the media coming out and saying well they're going to get tough and they're going to get they're going to stop you whether or not in the back of my, Klopp's mind he's thinking I don't want Coutinho going on and getting clattered and and missing out for five games I don't know I mean a few people could, my opinion to that is you don't. Once you get into the position where you you fight to put players on in case they get injured, yeah. well, you've lost the point. You've lost the plot. Get them on. If that happens, then that happens. But you've got to get your yeah. best on, haven't you? Do you think managers sometimes sometimes try and rise above it and sort sort of say there might be a derby, but to me it's just Everton at home? Because we saw Rafa do it, didn't we? And, yeah. And, and, His first derby wasn't you know, Rafa did it. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder whether Klopp's almost saying, you know, all right, it's to you it's Everton, but to me 
it's it's just another team. It's almost pedantic to the point of, yeah, of cutting his yeah. nose off to spite his face. But, isn't it? but sometimes, yeah, you just yeah. you just want to see. Uh, to me, the the, the Solanke thing. If he'd have started storage, maybe I wouldn't have had an issue with it so much. But once it comes clear that storage can't play and he's got an injury, yeah. that's where I think you cut your cloth accordingly and say, right, so. he's not ready for this. Roberto, we need you for an hour. Roberto, yeah. yeah. For an hour, yeah, and, and, and then make your changes. Um, with West Brom coming up, if they draw with West Brom, all right, it's not it's not great. But if they'd have beaten Everton and drawn with West Brom, people would much prefer that than yeah. beating West Brom and drawing Absolutely. with Everton. Yeah, I, the other thing is as well, is I think it's, it's difficult to sort of... To, to justify it, unless you win. So, but Liverpool were very close, and Klopp would. That's that's his argument. Is Klopp would go, but if Mane squares it, Solanke's assisted that for Mane, and or, you know, or if Mane scores, sorry, if um, if he does that, then what's what's the fuss? No one's mm-hmm. even asking. We don't even have to bring him on. City left a guerra out against United on on um, Sunday, but they won, mm-hmm. and it's 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 fine lines, but. You're more likely, aren't you, to be out of sight in a game when you've had your best well, players on the point. start, it's all rather, if some, than, rather than bring them on. It's all ifs and buts, isn't it? And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, if Rooney doesn't square that ball over, then, then if if Lovren doesn't put his hands on the other kid's back, then it's all ifs and buts. Yeah. But the point surely should be: you can't say we nearly got away with that. Well, we never got yeah. away with it, and the fact that we never got away with it for me is the fact that your main when you've got when you've got Henderson and Milner and, and Oxley Chamberlain in, in, in your midfield. Oxlade Chamberlain arguably could unlock, but not he's not known for it, is he? You know, you gotta remember last year in the derby, they equalised. They equalised and within two minutes of them equalising, Coutinho was tore the entire yeah, team yeah. up and broken their hearts. Yeah. And he was the only player on the pitch you can do that. And that's the only player we had on the pitch on Sunday you could do that. And he was sitting on the bench and so it's all ifs and buts, isn't it? But get them out there. It certainly wasn't heavy metal football, was no. it? Let's be honest with you. No, it wasn't. No, it's it's sad really, isn't it? I, I, I hope it puts pressure on the West Brom game now and I hope that if they drop points against West Brom then it makes a, a bad situation worse doesn't it but if they beat West Brom and then they go on to beat Bournemouth then we can just look back on this run and say alright the two games they drop points would have been Chelsea and Everton it's not the end of the world but it just leaves a bit, a bit of a bad taste doesn't it when, yeah, when things so. like that happen I mean I suppose it's more I mean let, let's talk about the Mane thing then situation because at the time when I was watching it I didn't really I wasn't really looking because I was watching Mane I wasn't really looking at who was coming in on goal so when Mane did it I mean it was very uncharacteristic it was almost like he touched it too far before he hit it and then spooned it wide yeah. the lad standing next to me Dave who goes to the game we was immediately screaming Mane what do you you know why yeah. do you it wasn't until I saw the replay obviously when I got home I thought wow that's a massive turning point in the game because there's three players there you've got um, Oxlade Chamberlain yeah. running in Salah running in you've got players running Solanke running behind Solanke, Solanke behind there was three there that were going to knock it. and you could see the frustration on Oxlade Chamberlain because he ran into the net yeah, didn't he yeah. um, and you know then maybe you can argue that gets spun around and you know you've got a you've got a chance of tuning and ending the game so that was a major obviously what's been overshadowed though is that by the Lovren so what do you yeah. think if I can ask your opinion on what you think the major turning point in that game was was it Mane or was it Lovren well it was it was Lovren was the, was, was the major turning point because you know, you can't, you still can't say for Manny. You say it's a tapping, but anything can happen. Manny, yeah. Manny, Manny uh, Solanke could blaze that. I've said that. I've said that. could make a miraculous yeah. save, yeah, or the ball could get cut out. It could, you know, Manny should. There should be a goal, but there might not have been a goal. That one was 13 minutes from the end, and even with Manny one, Liverpool still had 47, 48 minutes to go and yeah. get another goal, and they had more chances after that. So the one, the turning point is that that because that has decided the results. In a sense, you know, Liverpool only had 12, 13 mm. minutes to, to go and win it. 
Um, we've we had a big long discussion on yesterday's podcast, didn't we, on on, yeah. on the penalty and different opinions. For me, penalty, um, a Premier League penalty. Like I keep saying, you know, it's it's not one you get in the pits or or, uh, or the play football. The the goals, uh, five aside pitches, you wouldn't you wouldn't touch the deck off, off a touch like that. But in the Premier League. You do, and you you run the risk of uh, of doing it if you put your hands on the back of someone in the penalty area. I think Lovren was maybe just trying to make up for his mistake of of just getting caught a little bit under the ball, a great ball of, of Rooney's. But it's it's just it's a shame because we should be talking about Liverpool having a quite a comfortable afternoon and 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 enjoying you know another derby win, clean sheet, decent win, back on you know a run keeps going, but because of familiar. A familiar, um, well, I won't say scapegoat, but someone who's has been a scapegoat in the past. It's now, it's now focus has shifted onto him. Joe, pen for you? No, I didn't think it was a pen. Um, I, th- I get why people are saying it is, but I just think it, it's a, it's a sad indictment of the game if, if most people agree that's a penalty. For me, it's a dive. It's a, it, we talk about diving. Neas has just been banned for diving for something very similar. You know, that, Herrera that con- did a very interesting dive in That contact doesn't put you down on the deck, and and if if that's a penalty, then you'd be given ten a game from corners. You know, it's it's no different. I don't think that excuses Lovren by any means. He's a scapegoat because he does it time and again. Mm. And we spoke on this podcast. We spoke about a month or three uh, six weeks ago, and we said the problem with Lovren is you know he'll do it again. And even if he has a good. Ten games spell, the problem, you know it? he'll do it again, and yeah. he did it again. He, he does does these rash things where he almost wants to he wants to prove that I'm, I'm aggressive, mm-hmm. I'm in control of this situation, and rather than do the, the clever thing, rushes in with you know with a head full of steam, rushes in, pushes him, and I don't think it was enough to send him down. I don't think it should be a penalty, but then I just think it's just so naive and stupid from Lovren. Yeah, it, um, and just like leaving your phone on in this podcast yeah. every, week. every week. No, but you, you know, know what you'll I did do it again. That's the problem. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's like Dejan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoffers are busy. <laughs> 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 you don't get time to be playing. I was in Ziggs Hill. I agree with you all day, Joe. Yeah. It wasn't a pen. Sorry, I don't care. And and and, and you can say this is the Premier League pen, but it doesn't matter. It wasn't a pen. Yeah. He's bought him. He's nudged into. Him. And if you look at it from front, I know the goalie's got the back, that's fair enough, but if you look at that from the front, you look at it coming over the shoulder, he nudges into Lovren, Lovren reacts, should have had, you're right, probably should have held his hands up, but then he probably gets blamed for not being strong yeah. enough in the tackle. Um, that's a pen all day, he's bought a pen for me, it's it's soft. And I can see why Klopp went nuts over it, to be honest with you, because he's probably come off after that match, been shown the footage of what I've seen, which is which is uh, him going into Lovren, and thought that's not a pen. But these are the decisions. Here's one for you, I think if... All the talk of Van Dijk in January when he comes. The problem is for me, I don't think he's going to drop Lovren. He's going to play Van Dijk with Lovren. That's what I think should happen. I don't think, I don't think he's going to drop Lovren. What do you <laughs> think? Surely not. What well, do you think though? I'm not. Yeah, I, I think it's a fair, fair. Um, he stood, fair claim. he stood very, very Lovren, strong to Lovren, hasn't he? Lovren, yeah. he's got a long contract. He's everything I, I hear from Liverpool and everything I've read from Klopp is. He rates Lovren higher than anyone I speak to, uh, you know, involved with Liverpool or, or a supporter of Liverpool. So, it's not it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Van Dijk and Matip uh, are both the ball playing centre halves, and I, I don't I can't think of too many partnerships where you have two two players who sort of take the lead and in, in leading the ball. And I, I don't think Matip will take the lead. I don't think he's a natural no, lead taker. No. I think he would sit. Yeah. I think he would sit nicely alongside someone who tells him what to do. Yeah, but well, I think Van Dijk he does. He's a good ball playing centre half, but he's also 
he, to me, he looks like a natural upgrade on Lovren because he does dominate situations yeah. And, yeah. and he's not as rash as Lovren. He's, it comes more naturally to him. I think with Lovren sometimes it's a bit forced. Yeah, to be honest, the other thing is as well is <laughs> Liverpool won't have, neither Lovren or Matic will ever be first choice because they're always injured. Yeah. They're, they're always they're always missing games, so they're they're all. The best, the best job in the world if you, it is to be Liverpool's third choice centre back because you know you're going to play a few games, but you're not going to have to play every week. Yeah. Andy Robertson did a decent shift, really, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's not. Look, I, I still, I've got a feeling with Robertson, it'll be a one season and done for him at Liverpool. Yeah. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. He just seems to me a bit of a stopgap. He was an option that they could get on the yeah. cheap and have a look at him. Um, he's neat and tidy. He still bangs in crosses. Sometimes I think. On he the, bangs them in without yeah, looking up yeah, seams on the end of them. Yeah, they, yeah. Just, they just fly across the yeah. face of goal. And whilst they look great, you think, I think there was one Firmino in the derby, was, was it Firmino coming in the back post? But he was never going to yeah. never gonna get there, yeah. not in a million years, you know. So, yeah, he's a neat and tidy player. He's, he's not bad. And if he, if, if he was your second choice for the next couple of years, I wouldn't mind so much. But I still think they need to improve in the long term in that position. Yeah, I was surprised he played Robinson. Yeah. I thought he'd have played Milner left back and put someone else in midfield. I, I, I didn't think much of him in, in pers- personal opinion. I thought he was he was limited against um, against Everton's most inexperienced player. Kenny didn't really make too many inroads after the first sort of twenty minutes or so. And then, like Joe said, he, he puts in he puts in crosses. The if that's uh, you know Alan Shearer in the middle or, or those type of players, you know. The, well, that, yeah. If you had Jermaine Defoe yeah. in there and, or someone and, like that, a club got a culture to dive yeah. into the box Harry, and get anything, which we're not. Got Harry Kane yeah, in yeah. there, but I, I think Peter Crouch by yeah. some of them. Yeah. Yes, he, um, he he lacks. Um, I think he lacks variation in the final third, or what I've seen of him anyway so far. So, a, a, a lot of a lot of people were leveling um, Klopp's changes as disrespect for Everton. I'd go the other way. I think he was. I think he put too much. Worry into what Everton were potentially capable of because no one Alden, no Chan, no kind of, no one who can who can who can hold the midfield but move forward. There didn't seem to be any plan for that, did there? It was a very strange, it was very British, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very, British. yeah, very British, and it was a very strange kind of, like you just said there. Milner was nailed on to be yeah. Moreno's replacement, and yeah, yeah, he's put in the middle. Yeah, I think he's spot on actually. I haven't really thought about that, but it was very British. Mm-hmm. I think perhaps he thought too much of this would be a full-blooded derby. I need yeah. British players who know. You know Everton. You know what it takes to, to win this derby, rather than just play some of his players that could just play football. Yeah, and and are good footballers. And all right, they they might get hit, but just trust that they'll have more of the ball and outplay Everton. So yeah, I think I think that's a good point. I think um, I think he might that might have factored into having an, an all English three man midfield, wasn't it? Yeah. An English forward leading the line. Mm. Um, yeah, I think he had six. Six English players in the starting yeah. lineup. Or oh, British, sorry, had Robertson, yeah. mm. um, Gomez, the three midfielders, and Solanke were, were all mm. were all British. So mm. and plenty on the bench as well. Yeah, Gomez yeah. impressed again. Yeah, James James Pearce and Andy Kelly were, were there both both single singled him out. Just, he's great. a very good player. He's he? um, I'm, I'm delighted for him. Because yeah. I, I, I was I remember speaking to people when when Liverpool signed him and they they were selling him as a Rio Ferdinand, Vincent Company sort of type of player, and you think. He's only 18. Just, just, just be be quiet for a bit. But the more you save him, the more you think. And what is he now? Oh, is he 19? 20, tw- 20, 21. Yeah. 21. Still incredibly young, yeah, but incredibly he's so powerful. He's so, so powerful. powerful. Yeah, it's and assured, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's passing. I think it's almost underrated because we talk about someone like Trent or, or, yeah. or Alberto Moreno on the other side being like really good attacking fullbacks. 
but his passing has been spot on. He got forward really well on Saturday, uh, Sunday, mm. um, but in some dangerous again, like we talk about Robertson, rather than just banging them in from out yeah. wide, yeah, he, he was he was getting beyond his man, trying to get to the byline a little bit more. Um, yeah, and linking with Salah really yeah, well as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He's so strong, isn't he? He's, he's quick and strong. It's just finding the right time to bring him inside, yeah. isn't it? Because I do think he's a natural centre half, and eventually he'll transition there. I, I, I think his development. It's all this season's all about games, yeah. and I think his development is linked to Trent's in, in the sense that once Trent gets his head around the way it is, he's maybe got to develop his, his, his aerial ability and maybe his, his, his position defensively. I think then they'll say, okay, or Klein's back as, as well. Yeah. They'll say, right, we can we can trust the right side now, and and Joe on the right side of the centre back. Not Joe Rimmer, Joe Gomez, yeah. obviously. You could Joe, trust me there. You could. <laughs> uh, you, you actually go out to your left, don't you? Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah drift away to the left. That's because of the eye patch. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? Flat feet. But um, I think <laughs> nobody needs. I, I think there's just a bit of a doubt sometimes about having both of them on yeah. the same side yeah. of the defence yeah. and two of them. But then again. <laughs> Without compare Everton done it with, with Holgate and and, um, and Kenny in the team, and so if they if they can do it, I think Liverpool can. It's I mean it's it, it, it's 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 hard to even well not that we ever would mention uh, Everton performances because because it's not that kind of podcast, but <laughs> you know it made me laugh that uh, there was a, there was actually a guy next to one to me who was who was a blue and um, and started started cheering when they scored and I, I, and I'm not, not I'm not one for this but I was just so angry I just turned and went you can't be proud of that <laughs> and he, he, he must have sort of looked at me and he went I'm not to be honest with you but rubbish but, <laughs> but, but, but boy oh boy I mean I mean I can only presume that they're not going to play that again that way again well we were talking about it yesterday I, I, I actually um, had a chat with uh, Dave Prentice and, and Phil Kirkbride who were our, our Everton pair at the game on Sunday and I said well, I said I actually think Allardyce is that performance is almost it's perfect for, for Everton in terms of underdog mentality and and you know uh, got away with 20% possession but we got a draw and, and it's sort of it's always more enjoyable for them now not not during the game I'm sure but it's whether he can he can't do that at Newcastle they've got Newcastle tomorrow they've got Swansea on Monday he can't be he can't be serving that no. up week no. in week out I think he he's had his hands tied a little bit with with the 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 state of the squad that mm. he's, he's inherited and you know certainly the forward options that he's inherited but the test for him is whether he can he can shake off that tag that that's all he's got Allardyce um, because I don't think it'll be tolerated you know, long term well let's hope he can't and that's enough of them um, <laughs> let's let's go to uh, to, to the, the, the goal scorer and BBC African Footballer of the Year Mo Salah what a goal that was, mate. I mean, yeah. what an absolute reminiscence of the first one against Southampton, yeah, I think, wasn't yeah, it? When yeah. he just killed in the top corner. Yeah, the, the strength to, yeah. to, to not to it was a Martinez, he just brushed yeah, aside. Martinez, see what do you want? The, the thing that I liked most, the little touch after that, yeah, the little, just yeah. just a little shimmy to bring it back, yeah, yeah. onto his left foot. Um, it's almost been forgotten about, hasn't it? Because of all the talk in the second half and the penalty and, and the Mane miss, um. That it was just an extraordinary goal, and he's, he's an extraordinary. You're right; performer. it's been eclipsed really yeah, yeah. By, the, by, the, by the negativity of the yeah. game, really. Rather, yeah. than... and he's just—he's got it all, hasn't he? He's got—he scores all different types of goals. He, he seems to me he's growing in confidence and being. When he first came, we talked about him being this guy who scores a lot of tap-ins and likes to get inside the box. But he doesn't. He scores all sorts of goals, and it's like he believes in in himself a lot more. The, now. the other thing, he's scoring goals where people know what he's going to do. Yeah, and that's what Ro- I, Robin. I, I've, I've mentioned him two or three times this week yeah. that it was like a, an eye and Robin goal. And 
people used to go to me all the time. I, he's one of my favourite players to watch, Robin. He has been for years, even despite the fact that you know he played for Chelsea and he's yeah. a bit of a uh, diver and whatever. Yeah. But he's a bit of a grass he's, uh, he's an absolutely brilliant player, and the best bit about him is. You know exactly what he's yeah. going to do every time. He never goes on his right foot, he goes on his left foot, and he still can't stop yeah. him. And I think Salah's yeah. got a bit of that about yeah. him, where people are like, you can imagine whoever, Ashley Williams, shouting, show him his right, yeah, show him yeah, his right. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You try, you try and show yeah. him his right. You know, he's just used, It's the same as Coutinho in many ways. You yeah, know what Coutinho's going to drop yeah. his shoulder, yeah, yeah. you cannot do anything about it. Yeah. The placement of the ball is so good that you're not going to get and do anything about it. And the thing's like... It's, I know he missed, but the way he runs in for that header, yeah. and they're, they're probably thinking the last player to come and charge in and try and try and have the ball to get on the end of a cross is him. But he, he's not. He'll, he'll he's always, always go in. There. He's always there. He'll always have a. Game. Well, his runs are very intelligent, yeah, which is yeah. again getting back to. Uh, but well, I'm not too much, but get back to the lack of Coutinho in the start of that game. You look at that Southampton second goal he scored yeah. when he ran from yeah, his position yeah. right across the face and, and Coutinho knew he was going yeah. put it to him and he sticks it across yeah. when you've got someone like Salah with the movements in the side you need an exponent you, he's the exponent you need someone who's going to find him with that and, and I think that was my frustration was that the person who was going to unlock that was, yeah. was, 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 was getting splinters mm. on the bench yes. you know what I mean yeah. uh, but, a brilliant, but a brilliant player mate yeah no player. absolutely well if he scores Wednesday night he becomes the he break, break, well makes history becomes the fastest ever player for 20 goals in a season in Liverpool's club history that's which for a, that, that's, that's incredible for you know a, a top class number nine for a, for a new sign and coming in as a wide forward I think it's 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 remarkable and you know he's got to be he's got to be in the mix if Liverpool have a good season I think he'll be in the mix of player of the year he's got to yeah, be he's yeah, got to be you know, usually it goes to someone who wins a title doesn't it or, or but he got a player there scoring you know outscoring Harry Kane outscoring Sergio Aguero outscoring Lukaku Morata Lacazette whoever you want to name He's got to be. He's got to be right in the mix. I, I, I wouldn't mind the tenor on on him at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Does well, it all without saying a word as well? Yeah, that's what I can't like no, that's, not, that, we were saying when we joined the game, myself, Joe, and Christian were watching it, and we were saying um, he doesn't. He's not someone who, when he's confident, he gets flashy. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, if anything, he gets more efficient when yeah. he's confident. He yeah. just sort, you know, like you see some players, and if they score two, you know they're going to try and flick the next one yeah. in. Or, you know, yeah. maybe Firmino could, could go into that yeah. that category a little bit. It doesn't matter as much if they've got a couple of goals. He he just does correct things a yeah. lot. The simple things yeah. correctly done, yeah. and some very very hard things. <laughs> yes. as well. yes. Yes. With that in mind, then, but I'll be too critical of it. But do you think? The decision to take Salah off in retrospect, you'd go well. Maybe he was just resting him because he he, he runs he runs like the clappers all the way through the game. Maybe pull him off. But in retrospect, because of the decision, it actually ended up being our biggest outlet to taking away, didn't it? Yeah, I wonder whether he. I wonder whether Jurgen Klopp thought these aren't going to hurt us. So you know, what's the point in having them on? I, I think he did. He did fade a little bit second half, didn't he? Yeah. He, he? He ran into a few blind alleys and a couple, took a couple of uh, you know heavy touches and what have you. But yeah, it's it's. I, I always liken it to if if I was um, if I was playing against Tottenham and the ball went up and Harry Kane's number was on it, I'd be like, ooh, that's good. Yeah. Even if he was having a bad game, I'd yeah. be like, that's good. That's it's that good. famous story in, in in the 1970 World Cup, isn't it, when they took Ch- uh, Bobby Charlton. Bobby Charlton, yeah, yeah, to save them for the. Set, for the uh, and Beckenbauer always says when he saw that number yeah, coming yeah. off, they, we knew. There was one last season, I think. I'm sure City took Aguero off at Anfield, and. It was it was seen as like oh Ragnar Klavan had done this job. I, was, I just remember thinking you don't take a queer off even if no. even because it was hard. I mean, it is a mental game. Everton would never have taken yeah. you know Evan 
a one nil would never have taken Rooney mm. off in no. that game because he was playing. He was, he was yeah. such an effective right back. He was. Yeah, he was taking some great throwings. <laughs> he was covering John Joe's back there when he for the entire game until he moved forward once. Um, yeah, an interesting. I actually felt the same thing when Chelsea came to Anfield this season. And Fabregas was on the bench. Yeah. And they never brought Fabregas on. I mean, he come on and did a job then. Yeah, didn't yeah. He? But it's them things where you go, oh, he's not playing. That's decent. Yeah, Rashford was one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Rashford, 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 Rashford yeah. out of there. Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, then. Well, the last podcast before we, uh, yeah, the, what, the one, last one before this, we were talking about the potential draws that Liverpool could have yes. uh, in the Champions League. I went for Shakhtar. You two very, 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 very quickly went for what you thought was going to be the best draw would have been Porto. Yeah. Lo and behold, yeah. I don't know whether a, a, a black, a brown envelope full of bueno bars made its way into the Champions League. But I can't comment. Porto, it's a, it's a great draw for us, isn't it? Yeah, I, it was just the and process of elimination. It won't be because it's a, on Valentine's Day. Though. There's going to be, yes. there's going to yeah. be some bin bags full of clobber in the front garden. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, could be could be in my garden as well. Yeah, <laughs> but. It was just a process of elimination. You looked and you thought, I think Juventus were the worst ones, I think, style-wise for Liverpool. I think Real Madrid are the worst in terms of quality, as in you don't want to play. doesn't matter how well they're playing. If they've got Ronaldo, Bale, Benzema, yeah. Modric, whoever. And then Bayern, Klopp's history with Bayern. And there'll be a lot of furore around that if he was going over there for a two-legged game. I think there'd be a lot of needle in the build-up. Mm-hmm. Then Shakhtar was a, an awkward, bit of an unknown, as, as, as Joe mentioned and then Basel was just bad memories yeah, of, yeah. of Basel and Freiburg, obviously. Yeah. Um, Freiburg! <laughs> there, there is no problem! <laughs> there it goes. Um, <laughs> but Porto was the one that's just seen the happy medium. And, yeah. you know, I think, like I say, I think it's, it's I think James says it's, it ticks every box. It's accessible and it's winnable. And I think that's perfect. And as they're a good club in Portugal who fly high, they're not going to come and stick Wayne Rooney right back, are they? They're going to try and play a bit of football. And, and so. you think, take Liverpool on a little bit, and that'll play into Liverpool's hands. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a transitional club all the time, Porto. They always sell players on them. Yeah. They're always players who are on the rise but aren't quite at the top level. And I think Liverpool would, well, if they don't feel confident of beating them over two legs, then they shouldn't be in the Champions League. Yeah, absolutely. Um, t- probably the, t- the draw of the of the round has got to be Real PSG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, well, that, that was that would be most people said for the final, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have thought. It'd be great to see one of them out the door. Yeah. Nice if both of them could lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we do that? And, well? Yeah, and United. Neymar scores three in each end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an extra tight chat. Unfortunately, Chelsea Barca. Yeah. You know, I'm for Chelsea as well. Tottenham events, good time. Yeah, look, looking time. forward to seeing that. Yeah, um, of course. See yeah. whether Tottenham are the real deal. And, yeah. Yeah. Shakhtar yeah. Roma, I won't be missing that one. No, no. no you going yeah. over, are you? I'll probably go over. Yeah. That one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do <stay> away leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an interesting one, isn't it? Uh, Wednesday nights, of course, is West Brom. I mean, in a bit of free fall, Pardew's took over now. So, um, uh, never an easy side. They're a tall. They're a tall, physical side, yeah. aren't they, West Brom? Yeah, they are. But Liverpool beat them home and away last year, but yeah. they were both close games. Mm. And there was there was sort of like a fear of West Brom that just was created. It was almost like... I think it's the pool, it was the Pulis effect. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly for the first time backfired, doesn't it? Because Pulis has always been quite 
one of them one of them managers who's always seemed to maintain that 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 tough to beat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it, it well, it's not unfortunate. I don't really care. He totally feels he's Welsh. No, I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> got a lot of Welsh. Got a lot of Welsh. Listeners. Yeah, I'm, I'm, only, I'm, only, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, it's the Poolers effect. It was just that thing of where it was when a, when a Poolers team came to the came to you, you always thought oh, it's going to be tough. And then I remember last season watching them at Anfield, and they're just the size of. Yeah, he's played four centre backs and yeah, then yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Joe, Joe, I think was it, was it 15 games in all comps they haven't won in. They've either won one or they haven't. Yeah, won. so it's, it's just a really, it. really poor really. run, and obviously that's why Pulis has lost his job. I'm sure the rolling sort of. Um, Maybe the year, the calendar year is is absolutely abysmal. West Brom, you know, yeah. it was it was back end of last season in, into this. Um, they've got to pick up some some points, I suppose, haven't they? You know, new managers gone in. They got beat by Swansea at the weekend, which was, you know, not many teams are losing to Swansea at the no, moment. No, but for Bonnie's goal, wasn't it? Yeah, eventually. yeah, and I just, yeah, I've got a little. I <laughs> hopefully this is a good omen because I had confidence against ahead of the Everton game, and I've got a little bit of doubt in my mind mm. about this one that it might just be a real. St- Slog and maybe even a draw, but they haven't got much that can hurt Liverpool. They shouldn't have. Uh, Liverpool should, I, I presume, for me now, and Coutinho start, and maybe one of Mane and Salah miss out this time. Um, so Liverpool should have enough, and they might well be stinging as well a little bit from the weekend. So you'd hope to see that they go out and be really, um, really fired up for it, even if the fans ne- not necessarily are. What do you think of um, just going back to our defensive things as well, Clavan? How you think he's been doing? He's done all right, hasn't he? Recently, he's, he, oh, he's he's steady, isn't he? It says a lot, doesn't it, that we're we're talking about Lovren again and Clavan's alongside him and has been for the last yeah. three or four games, yeah. and we're not talking about Clavan. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Clavan's a terrible player by any no. means. He's not top top level. Yeah. But um, he's got genie in that back back line. Yeah. Genie <laughs> back in there. <laughs> doing his, his Cruyff turns in his own half. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, Clavan's done well, hasn't he? He's been pulling out the skills as well recently. He's become a bit of a cult hero. Yeah, well, I think do you know what it's right. funny, isn't it? Because when you look at it over time, Liverpool, Liverpool have always had them from your Kiriakis's. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. always had them players, haven't we? Where, the bit yeah. where we've where we, we, we've got behind them. You yeah. know, we've kind of got behind yeah. them, even to, to some degree, Sacco really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we like the we like the underdog in that respect, and we like the fact that he's. I mean, Clavan's coming in, and he's you know he's he's done a job. He's done a. Yeah. He's, he's also um, he's won the Estonian Player of the Year again. So has well he done, won it again? Well done, Ragnar. Has he? He won't win the Egyptian one though. Unfortunately, no. Mo, Mo Mo gets all. He's on monopoly on any of these public votes. M- more importantly, because he's not Egyptian. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Walks like one though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Estonian Player of the Year again. So. Yeah, so I'd love to have seen that wars. shortlist. I think you were on it. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, so he's done a good job. Props to uh, to to Ragnar. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I think the biggest praise I can give him is he's just been put into Joe Rimmer's fantasy team. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah, yeah. He's cheap though. That's why. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all conquering fantasy team. You know, yeah. Joe. This this a little uh, little. Poetry and motion exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. Yeah. Joe, I, I, before you say this, I hope you're going to cut to some production of exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> yeah. You're not obviously. We're well, we've got with no. production. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, Joe was. He isn't now. He was in the top 100 in the world of 5.5 million players of fantasy football for the Premier League. He's now in the top 350 odd. Yeah, yeah, I am. So, yeah. so you're talking to royalty. Royalty, royalty. football I mean, royalty. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, he's had 
he has three days off a week to plan his team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but he's, he's doing, he's doing you know when you asked me my role before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fancy football player. But Ragnar Klavan is, uh, is essential to it. Well, there you go, you see. Cheap player, does a steady job. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. I take it Lovren's not in this. No, no. no. <laughs> you could say FSG are in charge. Yeah. His fancy team. So uh, give us a result, a score result for Wednesday night. Oh. A prediction. What was your prediction for, for the derby? 3 0. Yeah, so we went three ones, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, no, I went three one. Christian Walsh was here, so I don't know what Christian. Oh, well, Christian. Yeah, I think you, I think you went three one as well. Oh, you the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm going to go positive and say two one to Liverpool, but maybe having to come from behind in the game, maybe conceding first and having a little bit of a wobble. Joe, I think two nil, but I think it's going to be one of them as like. A half an hour where everyone panics yeah. and thinks it's going to be one of those days. Huddersfield and Southampton. Then games. eventually they make the breakthrough and then win it fairly comfortably. Yeah, I'm going to go two 0 as well, Joe. Mm. Yeah. So, so let's remember this because this is obviously our last one this yeah. year. So let's uh, all be in good and we come back in the new year. Uh, let's see who got, who got that prediction. Yeah. Had some good feedback as well on the on the pods this. Uh, yeah, thanks this very much, year. guys, to all of you and girls, of course, to all of you uh, who have been listening to to Poetry in Motion. Really, really appreciate your input. And really, really appreciate even and your tweets that come on as well. Uh, uh, really appreciate them. It's always good to read them. And then we have a little interplay between the three of us and whoever puts the tweets on as well. So it's really, really nice that you're listening. Um, and, uh, and and that brings it really to an end for, the, for for Christmas. Have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. I'm sure you want to echo that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll have obviously our regulars as well, our regular Blood Reds, which will will be uh, we serving up for you over the festive period. But the games thick and fast. I think um, we're. Me and Joe haven't got a day off, I don't think, until uh, January the 8th. Yeah, it's a busy one. <laughs> not the account, not. No, I'm going to go to Bournemouth with Doily. Is that right? Yeah, well, yeah so that's my Christmas room. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I hope you all have a rubbish Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Joe does. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope, yeah, no, uh, let's hope for, the, for a, a great Christmas for everyone. Keep in touch with us, of course, on Twitter. Uh, any kind of uh, little comments you want to make on the show? Yeah, uh, Neil Jones Echo. Uh, Joe Rimmer 88. And uh, of course, uh, Neil. Well, oh, I'm fitzy fella. I got me all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, uh, no, of course, like anyone. <laughs> uh, at fitzy fella as well. Get in touch with uh, your comments in there, and have a great Christmas and New Year, everyone. Uh, up the Reds, and uh, let's hope for more success for us. And we'll see you again in the next Poetry Emotion. Ciao now.